0: Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply.
1: Music. Horror. Art. Politics. bad Welcome to society. You want to see something
2: really scary? You bet. Music, horror, art, politics, and overall
3: badass. Welcome to
4: Kettle, Whistle, Radio, For Real on Society 13
5: Networks. I swore I'd never do this again, but here I am doing another convention. However, which one are we at? And who am I with?
3: Well, you swore you'd never do it again because it's me. Yeah. Oh, nah. You just didn't like the the, the gastric explosions. No, that
5: was too. it's too soon. I'm not going to start the show off with that, man. No, um, not in the
3: public. You want to hey, introduce geez. yourself again? Hi, hey, kids. In case you don't know, I'm Solon Sangaris, but for you Long Island people and Uncle Fester fans, Little Stevie. <laughs> so, here we are. Yeah,
5: here we are at the Palace Theater in Syracuse, uh, in the lobby, during a horror convention. What are they calling this thing? Uh,
3: this is the Friday the 13th thing. 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 Well... Thing is
5: generalization. <laughs> With our buddy Jeff Meyer, who is very, too busy right now, but we'll have him on in a little bit. But right now we're just kind of chilling out. And uh, there's a metal band here today too. Actually, it's more of a, like a New York hardcore band. It's yeah, it's, it was hardcore. i got to figure out. I'm probably going to try to get a CD or something from them. Maybe play them during this episode at some point. I don't know. Yeah, they but were pretty hot. Yeah, they were, yeah, yeah, they were, very were blowing low. the doors
3: open. It's okay.
5: Yeah, so they have a hardcore band on, on between uh, the episodes. I believe Jason was it four, five, and six, or uh, was four, it four, five, and six? Four, yeah. five, and six. Yeah. That's the Tommy Jarvis generation. Yeah, and a lot of people are wearing Tommy's shirts, I've noticed. Oh, how
3: about mini, mini, what do you want to call him? Can't call him mini
5: me. Oh, yeah, it was uh, a...
3: mini J. Generations of Jason here. There, there was a,
5: a mini me Jason with his father, I guess, walking around. Yeah. You know, I'm sure you're going to post that picture because it's awesome. Yeah,
3: with him hacking at your neck. <laughs> of course. Actually, hold on. L- let me rephrase that the big Jason was hacking at your upper head and the little Jason was whacking away at the lower head.
5: <laughs> Hence, I didn't stay there long. But yes. Uh, Circumcision made easy. We'll get some other folks on here, some interviews. We'll see what we can do here. Uh, tomorrow's the big day. Uh, what, how many tickets were sold or something? I think six or eight hundred. That's a ridiculous amount. It's a big festival here, I guess, every year. Yeah. At Rocky Horror. Yeah, Rocky Horror. Is, is that, that's the ending, the end game, right? Yeah,
3: that starts at 1030. Well, you, your folks are probably going to get a a broadcast of this after we're all done and gone yeah but, definitely uh, they're going to they're going to live this uh, what's the word vicariously through our experience today
5: yes absolutely and this is the path to Halloween this is the perfect place to be in Syracuse New York tonight I want to thank Jeff Meyer for this um, hey there's Jason and J- Jason, Jason uh, they somebody, have a, somebody's just creeping up behind us so, he's
3: got a a service a designated driver service where they actually pick you up in a hearse
5: that's fantastic
3: So that's really cool. You gotta get him on and have him explain it. Anybody who's in the Syracuse area who's had a little bit too much to drink. (laughs) It's a really good service. And it's actually he was telling me that it's pretty sobering when you're driven home in a hearse (laughs) yet you're alive. I love it. So (laughs) I don't drink, but I drink just to be driven home in the hearse. Just one time, right? Yeah. Just one. Is that Uh. Larissa? I got me. Yes, it is. Hi, are you the designated driver this evening? <laughs> that's La- that's Larissa right over there. Okay, t- Larissa, tell we're on a- we're doing a podcast hi, over face. here for uh, hi, 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 hi. Kettle Whistle Radio. Radio, and uh, tell us about your designated driver service. Yeah, please awesome. do. Oh, okay. Um, our designated driving service
5: is called Graveyard Fresh. Uh, we are. A- um, private entertainment company um, we take kids to the prom nice. and we offer p- p- people uh, free pictures in the coffin um, it's co-owned by me and Jason Howard and we're based out of Syracuse, New York and we would encourage people out there to like the Facebook page just search Graveyard
3: Fresh uh, it yeah, helps keep great. our pictures free
5: it's a great idea it's fantastic like just like yeah. their
2: page
3: yesterday
5: yeah really I'll yeah. find it I'll find it yeah. yep. alright anything That's else right. you want to plug on here go go for it well I'll plug the Palace Theater Good. and Jeff Meyer over here yeah we were just Syracuse, talking about Syracuse so it's a real cool place and they're always very accommodating and we always have a great time out here yeah it's great I mean they had everything set up for us we just had to bring yeah. our stuff it's great yeah, yeah.
1: so we're peddling yeah. our wares
5: here <laughs> All right. Well, thank you so much, and uh, take one of my cards, please. That way we can uh, hey, know how to find you. Really
3: so that's really cool. Oh, really? Right okay.
5: Our table's right next to you. Oh, okay. <laughs> well, that's easy, and conveniently next to the restrooms. Oh, <laughs> <Well>, we are. <laughs> All right. Take care. Thank you. Larissa. All right.
3: Thank you.
1: All right,
5: I'm here with Jeff Meyer. Uh, this is, uh, I guess, what would you say? Uh, you are the coordinator, he's dude, um, the creator, he's the dude, the man behind the festival. You want to tell us a little bit about the festival? And then I got to hear about this haunted house I was just invited to. Oh,
2: the Friday 13th Film Festival. Friday 13th, 4, 5, and 6. And then we throw in Hack in there. Yeah. That's making its rounds amongst the uh, bigger, larger cities. And unfortunately,. Not many of the smaller towns, but hey, luckily here in Syracuse, you can actually, if you're here, watch it right now. It's playing. Yeah. And it's kind of 80s ripoff of Halloween. Schlocky good time. Schlocky. I a lot of
5: tits and ass. And um, yeah, I walked in right in. And it's just a giant ass on the screen. <laughs> and that's like a salon say, "Hey, come on in now. You gotta see that. You got some really bad hair people. some bad, bad hair metal. Yeah. <laughs> the percussion's good, though. I gotta give them that. Yeah, and uh, it actually.
2: <laughs> It sounds pretty good on the sound system. Uh, We recently upgraded it and um, put a lot of money into this thing here at the Palace Theater. Now you got a band playing in between. Yeah, One Last Shot. They're a local band here in Syracuse. They did a little stint on World Tour over the summer. Kind of
5: hardcore sounding.
2: Yeah, hardcore, a little uh, little punk. Um, They're... Their idols are the Misfits, mostly. Uh, they like to do their Devil's Locks and you, know, you know whatnot. So it's really fun to have these guys here because um, they're big horror nerds like we are. Perfect. And you know a lot of
5: all their songs are inspirations of horror. films. am I'd like to play some of their music for this particular episode. We'll see what we can do because apparently tomorrow is the big day. I just walked down to 7-Eleven and they were like oh god it's that time of year again uh, so you you sold the place out tomorrow tomorrow i'm not even gonna have any time to take a shit
2: <laughs> there's gonna be like eight hundred people here and it's gonna be insane so i would suggest i mean if they want to come to syracuse get here around six o'clock because we have a really rare print of last man on earth with um vincent price Yes, and then we have a my friend did a nice little a memory of slideshow for our deceased horror icons, Vincent Price, yeah, Christopher Lee, and Wes Braven, mm. and uh, that's a nice little tribute to them guys. And then we're going to do a little shorts. Uh, we got a Chris Farley thing from Saturday Night Live when um, really, uh, he he's like the inspirational speaker when <laughs> I had uh you know those dudes are out there like to TP in like places and stuff. Um, this is a nice little skit where we're gonna play that, and then we're gonna do a little short from, um, The Three Stooges. And then, uh, Killer Clans from Our Space, nice. one of the only prints in existence, will be playing here in Syracuse tomorrow night. That is awesome. And then we're gonna have a dance party.
4: Dance
5: party. And
2: that gets really fun because all of the really smoking hot ladies that are in this town come out in their little fishnet stockings and little costumes, and they just like, <laughs> We'll wag it hard, and then we do a caption contest on the
5: regular picture show. Wow. Okay, okay. that's a lot. You, this is huge. Uh, yeah, the lecturer. I met her. Uh, Chucky walking around. What is this? She's gonna lecture on an, an exercise. What? Um Well, she's like
2: Elena Dainwood. She's like chilling around. She's from uh, West Virginia. She's right. Still up here for this event, and this uh, you know event tomorrow night as well. And you know we're gonna try to sneak her in there somehow, but. You know, if you're here, feel free to talk to her. She uh, I did. Is a female exorcist. The uh, stuff for, um, I'm not I'm really sure who, but it is some sort of church, not authorized by the Catholic Church. Ah, but it's an offshoot. And because unfortunately the Catholic Church, they don't accept like female exorcists. Mm -hmm. It's just one of those things. Maybe the Pope, with his very progressive ideas, will maybe change his ways and let females into um, the order of exorcisms. Um, Yeah, so she's here hanging out with uh, my buddy Vlad from Greenpoint, Brooklyn. And yeah, so they're chilling. And she actually walked around here last year at the Salt City Horror Fest in this past April. And she actually got scratched by a, a, a spirit that I didn't know, about. obviously, I, I don't know spirits. Here in the theater? In the theater and uh, down I in the basement. Yeah, down oh. in the basement. Oh, i got to the get down there. Okay. There, uh, I guess, is a very unhappy spirit. When she started uh, asking personal questions, oh. it got a little pissed off at her and <laughs> gave her a little scratch on the arm. And Jeez. it's still there,
5: believe it or not. Well, uh, I'm going to be heading down to the basement if I'm allowed to. But um, I gotta check out this haunted house. Uh, oh yeah, there is a haunted on. house here. It's
2: Camp Crystal Lake Haunted House. We got a butchered uh, camper chick uh, by a tent, and then you walk through, and then there are a few surprises that will um, scare you. Just a quick little walk through in one of our side bars. Which uh, after tonight will be turned into a full liquor bar for the record picture show. You guys know how to
5: do it, man. I mean, again, this is all taking place in a movie theater, folks. The Palace Theater. It's a beautiful old theater. I don't know when it was. When it was. Correctly. 1922. 1922. Just incredible. You can hear the music in the background. That is an 80s band that is not playing here yet, but on the movie. So, yes. Yeah. Nice. Great sound system too. Yeah,
2: it took a lot of work. Uh, we did an Indigo page uh, last year, raised about $5,000 through, you know, it, it, we got a lot of upgrades with the projectors, the sound system, processors. and, and it, It's fantastic. This is the only theater um, in Syracuse that does films, to you know, There's a two two in Rochester, there's one outside of Utica. But right here in Syracuse, if you want to see original content like the way it used to be, it's like vinyl, you know. It comes back. People like the film prints. It's, there's history behind it. We we had that discussion when uh we met in, yeah, in Indianapolis. Indianapolis time, yeah, you know? we, yeah. We, those of
5: you that listen to the Indianapolis uh, Days of the Dead with Bill Mosley yeah. on there and. Uh, Tony Moran, yeah, that Jeff is on there. That was his debut kettle whistle radio. And here we are. Um, what? How many months later was that? Three, four yeah. months later? Oh my God, that was six months, right? Was that May? Yeah, yeah no, June. June, June. But
2: yeah. it was a while ago. And you know,
5: yeah. I, I have to say, dude, you guys are great. We try,
2: and um, I, I really. I really dig the fact that you have a uh, belly timber on
5: and, and a book for now. Yeah, that's all Salon, man. That's good stuff. I'm gonna have uh, belly my timbers stuff. are the, the cannibal one. I keep talking to you guys about cannibals First pioneers in 1826,
2: I believe it is. I'm gonna uh, pick up a copy of that. Yeah, before I, uh, the end of tomorrow night. It's badass stuff, man. And I think uh, um, as long as it's done. By April, which I believe it will be. Yeah, that's what I'm hearing. We will play the belly timber and make it the upstate New York premiere because nice. the writer is from Fulton, New York, which is like a hop, skip, and a jump from Syracuse. Yeah, yeah. And he's looking for a reason to come to Syracuse to visit his family. And why not? Perfect.
5: Perfect. It all comes together, folks. That's, that's the way it is. Um, and Bobby Easley, man. You can get him out here for this? I'm going to
2: leave that up the Salon and you, yeah.
5: you you guys talk to all those people Certainly. more than I am.
2: Yeah, we'll and relay
5: anything, connects, whatever we got to do. But yeah, that, that sounds like it, this would be the perfect place to have one of the premieres. So right? Bobby,
2: if you're hearing this, uh, Harry Bean, if you're hearing this, all those dudes that were involved in this movie Indiana... Uh, you get your asses up to upstate new york for the upstate new york premiere support you know <clears throat> everything it's it's going to be a wild night because yeah. it's not just that movie but we're also doing like film prints of martin nice very cool john amplis will be here for i that. just met him he was on two episodes ago great guy yes he's awesome wicked family dude yeah, Dustin Kay. Dustin The writer for uh yeah, Timber. Mm-hmm. He's from Poland, he's going to be here, well he better be <laughs> here, <laughs> or parents would be really upset with him. <laughs> well, and what else are we doing, we're going do a Nightbreed on 35mm, theatrical well, cut, Rosemary's <laughs> Baby, you know, uh, Warriors, come out and fight Warriors, we're nice. gonna be doing that. Nice, very cool. Wow, Event Horizon have... on 35 Love that and uh, The Shining on 35 You guys know how to do it here, man. And uh, that, that's a really good, big, big, big horror fest. And brings a lot of people from out of town. Very and the cool. The Days Inn over in Carrier Circle is a place to, you know, book your room at. It's not really horribly expensive. It's right. really close to the movie theater as well. That's where we're staying. And that is uh, Vlad's Choice of Theater. Or, well, Vlad's Choice. Well, the palace is in the theater. <laughs> Vlad's in.
5: The whole day's end is like hotel. So, <laughs> but this I, I love the lighting in here too. It's just dim. It's perfect. There's a cool bar right here. I mean, it's open all night, I believe. Like, uh, I just every every time I look around, I see something new. And it, It's classic. I really thank you for letting us be here. This is day one, folks. Uh, tomorrow's gonna be a little nuts. Might be a little louder than this.
2: Yeah, eleven years ago, we renovated this theater. About six million dollars into it. This was a done. And it's been in the family since 1922. Wow. Jeez. So, the nephew of the previous owner, which is Francis Tabella, she uh, passed away due um, to old age cause she was very ancient and she's awesome. And that's one of the ghosts in the star theaters, her. Hopefully, not the angry one. No, she's not the angry one. She was an angry lady, but she was great and very caring and very um, dedicated to this movie house. So, she gave the theater to her nephew, Michael Haggerty, and she had a lot of money in the bank because she had never spent a dime on anything. So it was about $6 million in the history of her running this theater. And she never renovated it at all. So she had all this money. He got the money, and now you're looking at a beautiful house. This... It's probably
5: one of the best 35 millimeter houses in upstate New York. I've, I've been in quite a few, and not in upstate New York, but everywhere, including Pittsburgh. This is up there with the one in the Hollywood and Pittsburgh, and the way you, you guys fix it up, it's just beautiful. And our screen's like 20, maybe 20, 30 by 60 feet, so it's like one of the biggest screens in upstate, too. Yeah, that is a huge ass screen. I, yeah, I meant to say that. I'm very impressed. Well, Jeff, hopefully we'll get you tomorrow night when it's all said and done, or maybe before. I know during it's going to be impossible. So,
2: for all you listeners, mark your date, April 16th, 2016, mm-hmm. for the Belly Timber premiere for uh, pretty much New York State, actually. And the Salt City Horror Fest. You can find the Salt City Horror Fest information. If you go to Facebook, it's Palace Theater in Syracuse. You'll find it. Or you can, on Twitter, BruinView315, 305 being the area code up here. Or you can email me at brewandview, b r e w a n d v i e w at gmail dot com.
5: Cool. I appreciate you plugging yourself like that. I always have to tell people, remind them when they leave. <laughs> but again, I'm at fairly dark, but you know that, folks. Oh, actually, we are selling tickets now for
2: the for fifteen dollars. Right. You can get a ticket for next year's South City Horror Fest. Now, if you go to modernpopculture.com, and you can get your ticket online. Very
5: cool i hope that sells out like tomorrow sold out tomorrow's insane and this is 800 seats dude it's incredible i know theater. i haven't made it upstairs yet and i haven't made it to the basement yet so there's two things i got to do right away maybe i to go to the basement yeah hell yeah man <laughs> I, I i fear nothing yes. what happens in the basement stays at the basement absolutely no problem man i i don't know I, we gotta bring the exorcist she's over there too but you think she'll go with us um,
1: you possibly. she may not want yeah, to go back. You, dude, uh, you,
5: have you gotten her on the
2: show yet? No. Oh, dude, she'll talk to her off. And she's very informative, so. Okay. We'll put her on the show. You can talk to her. And she, yeah, oh, she's over Oh, we talked off air. Yeah, she was over here. But yeah, I, I gotta get her on. What's her name again? Elena Damon. Okay. Very she's good. Awesome. All awesome. Right, all right. We'll talk tomorrow,
5: guys. Yeah, you bet. All right. Thanks again. Thank you. We're back right now with Kettle Whistle Radio. Thank you for listening. I told you about a band I was listening to earlier. It sounded a little bit hardcore-ish, Misfits-ish. Um, I grew up with a lot of scrap metal. Is that what you call it? I like that. Uh, I, I, you That's can cool. invent your own, but I grew up with a lot of hardcore music in, back in the New York days, so you guys are, right, I'd say, reminiscent of that. Um, let's hear your names, band name,
0: what you guys are all about. Uh, my name is Jeremy Romance, and I'm the lead singer of One Shop. I'm Kevin McGinn, and I hit
6: shit in the band. <laughs> I'm David, and I play Leaving Car.
0: Nice. And you guys are all from here? Uh, yeah, we're from the central New York area. Yeah, in yeah, fact.
1: <laughs> not lying. Central and. upstate New York. Yeah. What did
5: you guys grow up listening to that made you get into this style of music?
0: Um, uh, we all have a very diverse background in, in music. Um, I personally actually grew up listening to hip-hop and rap. It happens. Yeah, and then, I mean, and then I got you, into... You can't live in New York and avoid that. No, yeah. you can't. Not at all. No. Uh, so early influences were, like, really old school rap. Public and then, enemy. And, end of yeah, the day. Mm-hmm. totally. And then uh, into Eminem and then into, like, Ludacris and stuff. And then later on, I got into, like, The Misfits, My Chemical Romance, and then Minor Threat and stuff like that. Minor yeah, Threat. Yeah. You know. Sweet. Absolutely. That's about as old-school as you can get. What about you guys?
1: Uh,
6: Yeah, I mean, I'm I'm probably the oldest in the band other than Angelo. But uh, I grew up listening. Like my dad loved a lot of metal, so I grew up listening to Black Sabbath and Metallica,
5: ACDC, All those, all those uh, classic bands, I guess by today's standard. Um, and really, I didn't get into punk rock until until I went to high school, really. And we had a really, like, I grew up in Pleska, New York, and there was a huge punk scene there. And everyone was listening to, like, Mel Fax, Kennedys, all those guys. So I kind of got into hardcore punk listening to that, like... You know, sick of it all. I to nice. And, that's one of my favorites, yeah. Yeah. And, uh, you know, all those, like, New York hardcore bands, I would just, I would go to MP3.com back when it was cool and just download all these, like, crazy. I remember that. Yeah. <laughs> but, yeah, I mean, that's really my background, I guess. Okay. And the drummer?
6: Yeah. Um. I grew up uh, listening to Avenged Seven Cools. They were the first band that I ever heard. Uh, I heard some today to play guitar. I'm like, I wanted to do that. Started so
0: playing immediately. Picked up the drums, bass, a bunch of other instruments. And, uh, yeah, it really all comes back to Avenge and bands like that. That's a good well that's a good place that's a good place to
5: start because all those bands actually emulate all the stuff before then anyway yeah, yeah, I, yeah. I've, I've seen a band several times have you seen oh, them
0: yeah, amazing yeah, Amazing, yeah, amazing the
5: really oh that's yeah that's that's got lasting quality yeah, that yeah.
0: Um, you guys now as far as your music you said it's available where uh, you can go on to our facebook facebook.com/ one last shot we're on bandcamp. Uh-huh. Uh, one last shot, three one five One last shot, band, one last shot band. band Every if you go to one last shot band.com. All the links in there to everything. We're on every social media. We're on Xbox. We're on iTunes. We're on MySpace.
1: We are. No, Google I
0: keep Play. I keep MySpace going. Google Play. Yeah, we're on everything. Nice. All around. That's awesome. And I got to hear them, guys. Are you guys going on again tonight? Yeah, we're going on after. Uh, I think this movie. Right. Yeah. Okay. Is that your last? one? Yeah, it's our last set. We're we're actually going to do a message cover too. So. Oh, perfect. Okay.
5: I wish there was a way for me to record that clearly, but <laughs> yeah, it's yeah. loud in there. But it sounds really good in there. But with this, it just echoes. So it's
0: yeah. not going to work. I've tried. It, it's on me. our Bandcamp. We have a a, okay. An actual recording of it. Oh, well, yeah. There's we a little
2: music
0: video for
5: it
2: too. Oh, yeah, there's a
0: music video site. on YouTube for it. Oh, awesome! Uh, I'm sorry. Do you guys have your own site as well?
5: Did you? Oh yeah,
0: onelesshopband.com. Okay,
5: and are you guys on Twitter?
0: Yeah, Twitter is at one last and 315 All right, I'll, I'll definitely hook up with you guys on sure, there, too. Man.
5: Appreciate the time. I'm we'll going to play one of your tunes during the show, with your yeah. no permission, of course. And oh, you can do whatever you want with them. Pick two. I'll play the Misfits song just because I have to hear that, but yeah. Oh, yeah. you guys pick another song, and I'll, I'll play it. I mean, let's
0: do – I mean, what do you guys think? I don't it's care. Very alleged. Very, very alleged excuse yeah, me. That's
5: a banger, season.
1: It is. Yeah. Very, legend. Very, Very legend. legend. Yeah,
0: features William Control of Aiden. Right, we're going to be going on tour with Aiden. Uh, first days on yeah. Halloween in Cleveland. Nice. Okay. At noon. It's a matinee show. <laughs> I'm
5: taking note because I, I hear tomorrow's going to be crazy, and if I don't write stuff down in no, you're moment, fine, man tomorrow's going to be crazy. Are yeah, you guys are playing again tomorrow?
0: Right? No, 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 not Oh, anymore. you're not? No, oh, I know. Yeah. This is our last time in Syracuse for a while, because we're writing right now, and we're, we're actually putting out some new music. Uh, beginning shooting the beginning of winter I suppose
6: yeah a couple a couple songs off Like yeah a couple of songs off yeah
0: we're gonna put on a 7 inch record and put it online and also yeah free online and then a 7 inch record you can buy right, very cool well I appreciate your time guys Thank you, and uh Thank
5: you just uh listen to Kelowist Radio take one of my cards there so you know where to find me I can alright and uh Hopefully, we'll meet again. Hopefully, next time around. Maybe I'll have a final. Yeah, definitely. All right, well, thanks a lot, guys. That was one last shot. Still at the Palace Theater, it's still the first night. And um, I met her, you were the first person I met actually. And you want to introduce yourself?
7: My name is Exorcist Selena Danewood. I work for the Reformed Catholic Church International. I design doctorates level theology programs for the Church of England and the United States as sub branches, everything from the Liberal Catholic Church to the Independent Young Rights, mysticism, and exorcism programs.
5: And uh, what brought you to the Palace Theater tonight?
7: I actually got invited back by my friend, Jeff Mayers, which is the guy running the event. Yep, we had him on a little bit ago. And he actually asked me if I would come and investigate to see if
1: the activity has died down or actually gotten worse since the last time I've been here. When are you going down to check? In the uh, actually, we
7: were going to try to actually do that tomorrow afternoon. Okay. Can I go
5: with you guys? Sure. be all right? Yeah, if we can get enough people.
7: Matt's trying to get involved. In
5: the all right, I'll get Salone to sit and watch the table for me, but mm-hmm. if you can come get me, I'd be very interested in doing that. Um, now, can you explain what happened to you the last time? Or do you not want yeah.
1: to? Uh, my friend uh, Oliver Robbins was the original boy in the original
7: Poltergeist series and invited me here to the Palace Theater because he was doing lectures up in New York State. And the guy he introduced me to was Jeff. And Jeff had told me about the historical references and paranormal activity in the theater. Well, Jeff had agreed to have one of the people who was helping out with the event, a, one of the assistants actually take me around the theater, in, from the hours of midnight to 2 a.m. in the morning, right before the event is getting really close. So, he first started me out down in the basement, and we were going downstairs, going down to the area where the water area is out down there, and I started feeling like really weird. I started feeling lightheaded. Now, when you're dealing with mnemonics and you're dealing with type 2 or type 3 entities, normally you experience lightheadedness, you're paranoid, you start actually having symptoms of vision. activity and that's kind of what I was feeling that night. I was feeling kind of up in the air like I couldn't get my breath. And I didn't know what was wrong. Well, when I was going around the corner in the downstairs area of the building, it felt like something grabbed me and started choking me right beside Scoop, the guy who was actually helping me with the action, just taking me around to do the floor of the building. So I didn't think anything else. So I came back upstairs to Scoop, and I said, Scoop, Scoop, are you okay? And he said, oh, I don't feel wrong. Right. I'm lightheaded. He started seeing I started seeing his eyes die away, and I knew something was wrong
1: with him. And I snapped my fingers and when
7: I snapped my fingers that night, like, Scoop came to where he didn't know where he was at. We had been down there almost an hour doing this investigation and he had no clue that he had even been in the theater. We went upstairs to continue my walkthrough and I got upstairs to where the area where the dance floor is at upstairs, where the big I heard about, area where yeah. the the dinners and the receptions are held out here. And i was sitting down next to the library area. I started doing what I would call energy poisoning. Now, energy poisoning to most people is the concept of negative energy interacting with your body. It's kind of like overdoing a battery where the battery will short circuit. That's basically what our bodies does. And when that happens is that we get an over circuit of our own immune system and it flushes out everything. I got to the point where I was throwing up. I was purling. I had lightheadedness, and I had trouble remembering where I was at. And this was after putting on oil. Now, this was exactly two hours after I had been in the movie with Oliver. And Oliver, it, we were watching the film that he was originally in, culture as Robbie. Yeah, I was a big and, fan of his, and the film
5: he did before that as well. Yeah,
7: and we were sitting in the building in here in the theater area an hour before the incident upstairs and before my tour. And I had... I sat beside Oliver watching a movie, and I felt what felt like a hand grab a hold of my wrist. And when I felt the hand grab a hold of my wrist, I thought it was Oliver at first trying to get my attention, so I hadn't know what was going on. Well, the next thing I know, I'm, he's saying that he doesn't know what happened. I pull up my wrist, and the area where my sleeve was towards my wrist from my shoulder blade area was on the left side, and I see what looks like rope burns on my actual physical body.
5: Was it just like one or was it like three it strips? It was like three strips. It was three strips, really. It was really. like three to four strips Which is of common my... for claw yeah. marks and mocking the Trinity. Yeah, yeah. Right. yeah. Um,
7: And, you know, most of the things that mock the Trinity when it comes to things are forms of marks. Well, I didn't think anything of it until I got back to West Virginia and I actually thought about everything that occurred here and I went back over and actually looked over the history of the building. A lot of the occurrences, even though that there's been deaths for family members in the building over years. Actually, time back before this building was even built, there's actually Native no American...
5: So the ground itself, very much the like the itself. demon of Brownsville Road, the ground itself was tainted.
1: Yes, correct. And
5: we just came off the heels of that one. You should listen to that one. It's um, harrowing, but maybe you don't want to hear about that. <laughs> actually,
1: it probably
7: I could probably explain more detail about that. The demon is by actually hearing about
5: It's an interesting but book, so but go on.
7: I think, personally, the situation with this building is that we either have what's called a type 5 or a type 6 monies. Now, what a type 5 is, is a demon that can interact within over a hundred to four hundred foot ranges. We're talking about a demon that has the ability not just to, know, to control human behavior, thought processes, and psychological it's within the person, but it can actually physically leave marks on the body. A type 6 is where we see multiple people being possessed, possessed. at once. Yes, okay. It's extremely rare phenomena for the paranormal. Now, if that is what is going on here, if it is a type 6, I would have to come in here with multiple people to actually perform the exorcism right, not with me alone. Right, not alone, And the that. reason is, is because of the fact that if I would come in here alone and try to perform the right. It would endanger anybody else who's around me at the time period and they might actually have the possibility of becoming possessed themselves. Where with type fives, you still have the ability to kind of control them mentally and bring them back to the realization of what they are. The thing is, is that when most people qualify demonics and they think about what they are and mentally and what they are supposed to be from spiritual and religious perspectives, most people look at demonics from being this kind of. Subculture, only Christianity viewpoint. They don't think about other viewpoints taking an overlap. I'm glad you're bringing that up because
5: that came up on the last show. Okay. The
7: Native American uh, overlaps between like the curses. Like if you look at where I'm from, West Virginia. Well, look at the man. The man was supposedly a curse brought down by, from a Cherokee shaman. Yep. The Cherokee shaman that was involved in it was the head of his tribe who also practiced black magic and white magic. Now, he, when he laid his curse, he was laying it to the people of years ahead of his time, saying that he was going to curse them for all eternity for what happened to his people. Mm-hmm. So he was basically making certain that they could never get a profit off their land. Now, if that is is the case than anywhere where there's been Native American activity, including places like this. If there has been anything involving tribal rituals on the ground, the only way to fully remove it is to have somebody either that's a descendant of the tribe or somebody within the circle that knows the proper rituals to remove it, which makes the case actually ten times more difficult to remove. It.
5: So what what was your worst case scenario that you've been involved with? I mean, that scratching obviously is borrowing, but what else prior to that? This That's not-
7: actually a minor event compared to what i am seen in the really? past. Um, in what area?
5: In the Pittsburgh area, West Virginia, in, Ohio?
7: In West Virginia, Ohio, and Maryland area. The worst Maryland case area. I ever had actually came from West Virginia. It came from my own state. It came from Mercer County. It came from Glenwood, uh,
1: Glenwood West Virginia. Sorry
5: for um, the noise, folks. The movie is letting out a little bit. Oh, they just closed the door. Okay.
7: But anyway, Glenwood, uh, West Virginia, there's an abandoned cemetery called Lincoln Park.
1: Now, Lincoln Park Cemetery was a black versus slave. Like, for, um, Italian versus European descended
7: cemetery for the people who could not afford the higher barrel costs. It was kind of where they kinda went right. okay. to settle for it. Now the I went over there with three state troopers who all had different type of experience when it came to dealing with the concept of medical investigations. These guys did homicide investigations. We're talking about criminal investigations involving like minor crimes and major crimes when it comes to scenarios. So these guys knew everything from technology to everything within. Now, they had asked me to come over because of the fact of where they had been multiple having complaints about people breaking into the cemetery and they didn't know what was going on. So they had had me and an investigation team come into the cemetery. There was four of us, and we were walking up the hill with the state police officers. This guy who I'd known for years who had been suffering from leukemia literally passed out. My first response in that instant was, he's having a leukemia spell i need to flip him over which is the mt response or any of us who's ever had medical training response to try to resuscitate him i went to do that his back started arching up i literally jumped on this guy's back in the middle of a cemetery and performed an exorcism right in the middle of the cemetery while the factor of not knowing where the other team was at over on this hillside when i started when he finally came to and i finished the exorcism i noticed that the rest of the group was up on the top of the hillside and they didn't know where they were at they were in almost a delusional psychotic
1: state okay so i walked up
7: to the area where they were at and i started reciting the prayer to them all four of them had became under some sort of mental possession so we're talking about four, four to five, say four to five possession. Um, four to five is mental to psychological reactions to physical reaction possession for those who don't aren't aware of it. It affects everything from the environment to people. Um, minor possessions are mostly involving ones to threes which actually would deal with just the environment itself. So these are spirits that can only deal with a small radius range. But we're talking about the fact that these this actual beings in this vicinity was able to not just overcome one person but multiple at the same time. It's
5: incredible. How'd you get out of that?
7: To make a, a funny quote towards all of us who like Lord of the Rings, yeah. <laughs> I actually... Pulled a
1: gandalf?
7: I pulled a gandalf. In <laughs> <laughs> and, and, and the, the most literal sense, I pulled a gandalf. <laughs> I literally prayed the exorcism prayer in Latin, and then I used the wicked form of blessing over top. That was sage and myrrh to conceal the deal to make certain they would fall us. Now, the thing is that these spirits tried to fall us out of the graveyard, and How no, do you know the, that?
5: You just the only. No, we saw
7: them. Oh, they were okay. physically following us. It the looked like a smoke It shaped. looked like a black smoke shaped car, uh, kind of a a fog mm. that was following us down the hill. Now that's, a visual,
5: that, at, that's a visual effect.
7: <laughs> it actually looked like a physical fog, like you see in horror movies, going down the hill, following us and following the team behind. Us. I actually had the team leave the graveyard premises, and I actually used the Dow challenge not pass line from Gandalf wow. to make certain that they did not leave. The hey, if it boosted your confidence
5: in the moment, why not?
7: All it you needed was, was a staff the
5: pound down. And...
7: Well, you know, at that time I was trying to think, what's the easiest way to get them to realize I'm in more control of the situation than they are?
5: Confidence, not fear, and yeah, I know that's all part of it. Well,
7: you know, in physical possession cases we see everything from scratches to mental actual issues to things that look like epileptic seizures. I myself am epileptic, which is why I actually do so well on debunking the claims. I'm actually able to identify the difference between an epileptic seizure and a mind state. And if you guys over the radio can hear that, that is my service dog.
5: (laughs) (laughs) Yeah, she was sniffing the mic, or is it he? She. She She was sniffing the mic, so we got her sniffing on there, too. What's what's her name? Dixie. Uh, Dixie. (laughs) Dixie
7: actually goes with me on paranormal investigations, too. She's
5: probably good at sniffing Uh, things out.
7: Animals, in general, and small children, are the best to actually be able to see things, and the reason is, is because their mind is by all the scientific data that comes into the, us adults.
5: I have read that many times. And
7: um, there's an old passage from the Bible. It actually also comes from the Grand Christian too. That the mind of the children is more open to the spiritual perspective. Jesus put it as that children actually have the capacity to understand the divine because they themselves don't understand what Eli is.
5: Well, I I hate to wrap it up right now, but the bands are are going to be a lot louder than us. But you're going to be here tomorrow, right?
1: Yes,
5: I will. Thank you for the story. I I, I can't even, you know, you can't buy that. That's all I'm saying. But promise to take me with you on the investigation tomorrow, or the visit to the basement. Yes,
1: if, we
7: decide, if we're able to do it. If right. not, we if
1: we're trying to arrange another way to actually come through Okay, well I appreciate it. All right, again, uh, where do people yeah. find you? Do you want to plug anything? or um, you on Twitter? The easiest way to add me
7: is on Twitter. You can look up um, Exorcist, and I actually have it spelled with X O R X I S T, which is kind of me making fun of my profession a little bit. But it's Exorcist Elena Well It's good you don't take yourself also, too seriously because that can get dangerous. I'm also on Facebook and. States um, are actually um, have multiple source pages. You can look up the Reformed Catholic Church International and see multiple forms of the archbishops that
4: I work with. You
7: can look up the Gnostic Catholic Church, which has Rosie Longworth from uh, California, which is the head of the Gnostics from the United States. You can also look up Archbishop Ron Long, who's actually also been on paranormal shows. He's getting ready to be uh, seen on one of the Discovery Channel
1: he actually deals with the ecosystems himself very but cool
5: Thank
1: you so much, see you later. we'll see you tomorrow. See you
5: tomorrow. Like to I'll go ahead with the introduction. You go ahead and introduce
1: me.
7: Hey, this is actress a Damewood. I'd like to actually introduce somebody that I actually have um, actually got to know over the past. Six months, he actually owns great and hard fresh entertainments, and he actually helps people with disabilities along with people in public, and along with celebrities and actors, actually get transportation among other things, and then he has other activities that actually does. Right.
5: Very admirable, by the way, sir. Right. And he is dressed like Jason. We need to, yes. uh,
1: yeah. Well, generally, I'm
6: dressed
5: as an undertaker as I drive um, the hearse. Explain so, what you do with this hearse, sir.
6: Uh, Graveyard fresh is a concept that came out of nothing. Uh, it started out as a whim. I bought the car before I told the significant other about it, and then I asked her if I could buy it after I'd already purchased it, and uh, it just kind of happened. Um, originally, I used it for scrap metaling. I would just collect scrap metal in the middle of the night. I would go to people's houses and pick out their garbage on trash night. And, pick up metal, put it in the back of the car, and leave.
5: Now you just pick up scrap
6: people. Scrap people, yeah. No, but a uh, couple times work? I got pulled over by the cops with a suspicious activity, and one funny story is I was on oh and uh, and you're I doing just really the out. opposite. Yeah, I was just doing the opposite. Wow. One day I uh, got pulled over by a uh, police department locally, and <laughs> they said, well, we got a report that you had sped away from a a house with copper pipes in it, hand. And I was like, sir, this thing weighs almost three and a half tons. It gets eight miles to the gallon. And I am two hundred pounds with a bad knee. The only thing I'm running to is chocolate cake and a hot shake. And he's it like does. And I was like, this gets eight miles to the gallon. We're not going anywhere fast. Which is contrary to the truth because that car has a four L T one in it that it was recently built.
7: What part of your entertainment does the whole concept is that you bring other people, other ideas, a context to your community?
1: It's a way of people
6: dealing with death. Um uh, I myself faced it a couple of times as a cancer survivor. Congratulations, so, yeah. I know
5: too many. Yeah. It, it hit me very hard, we'll just say. Yeah.
6: And, uh, you know, some people have a hard time dealing with that. And whether it's, you know, they don't like the car because it the creeps them out or they
1: think it's a cool idea, it's the nice thing because it starts the conversation.
7: Well, I think it also helps the process of grieving, too, when you're dealing with the scenario of death. If you know that you're actually going to go through a situation where you don't know if you're going to end up the next day, it actually
1: helps in the Middle process, too.
6: Well, and, and it does. It, I can say that in some respects. That uh, it can help with that transition. But this is something that I do that is fun, entertaining. My aunt in California actually is a mortician for Forest Lawn Cemetery, and she's in LA County, Corinth. She's got me into it. Uh, she has a 68 Cadillac course that's so all decked out with the blower and the racing sets on it. So.
5: I, I do a crowd. proud. Yeah, I, I think you're doing everybody proud. I can't believe the cops came after you. Just it, it's the funny irony is Yeah. <laughs> um, I, when I do an approach an intersection something. Yeah, appropriately you know. the, there's the cops. That's on the movie, folks. Ah, okay. <laughs> we
1: hope. Yeah. When I, I was gonna say you can ask this one about the paranormal events because he was the one who had to drive me up that night. <laughs> yeah. Oh really? Okay. Yeah. In the basement. Yeah. Okay. There were a
6: lot of issues. It, I've been down there a few times. As a matter of fact, last night as we're setting up the haunted house here, uh, I met uh, Jeff. I was like, I thought the band was surprised if there's somebody out on stage, and he's like, what? And we walked over and nobody was there. I'm like, dude, somebody
1: was
7: just. Down. And ironically, that's the same area of the theater that I got attacked in with all too. Yeah. I was well, if market.
5: I get here early enough tomorrow before everybody gets here, I do. I'd like a tour if I could get that. I'm sure if you do not I want her. If uh-huh. she can take yeah. me, you know, in the basement, uh-huh. I want to see. The basement yeah. recently had some flooding, okay. so, so, so it
7: depends time. on. It depends on how much got, the flooding is, yeah, steel, water flooding
5: damage I got my steel. I got my steel Doc water Martins is
6: on. It'll be good. Energy uh, dissipating. Yeah. So well, not
7: necessarily. Over. The problem is with your guys's basement is that the water actually kind of recreates. That's what I'm kind of. worried about if we go into the basement to tell you the truth, is well, it's uh, I don't
6: know, it depends on your school of <laughs> thought. <what it> <laughs> <depends>. <laughs> this is definitely a paint different uh, school <laughs> of Yeah, well, I my aunt does this as well. Uh, well, I agree that most of the time, water is a good but
1: your guys' building seems to be oh, a yeah. Well,
6: it's because of the limestone, the limestone is a great oh, yeah. Energy. Yeah. yeah. but the problem is the water dissipates
7: the energy, and <laughs> so
1: it's all gone. It's all
7: it. Yeah, and limestone yeah. increases it, which wow. means it's a
5: Well, where are you two with residual versus? There's a demon down there. I mean, residual haunting versus there's something there. Demon
6: is more man-made, a reflection of people who cast it. That's my view. Whereas uh, there's there, there can be some dark spirits. I have a house in the studio yeah. that was investigated by Taps. So I got to meet Jason. I was gonna oh. say, have you got the results from
1: Jason? Yet? Oh, yeah, I had him a long time. Yeah, that was on TV. It was really cool. Okay. But when they did the Port in Ontario, the, my house was part of it.
5: You didn't have the house that was a converted church or something? It was a schoolhouse. That was you? Yes. yes. Oh, my God. Me. That was an intense episode. I remember that. Yes. So, That's wow. actually the house
7: that he wanted me to go back into and try to do further investigation yeah. on and why you haven't had a chance to actually... It's a small world, man. I,
1: I remember that, like, yesterday. Wow.
7: Yeah, the problem is with the schoolhouse itself is that if it is on the level that I think it is, and, post, and, and like, even the guys from... Ghost hunters actually said it themselves. The concept of being able to actually be able to control the spirits within the environment, mm-hmm. because there's multiple air, there, makes it more difficult to actually. Well, unfortunately,
6: due the some zoning issues and a, a malicious ex-girlfriend. I had to tear down most of the house that was the original one schoolhouse and rebuild it. So we a lot of the, at 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 the, at the, at the energy has gone yeah. because the energy was what was absorbed <laughs> into the wood and the wood's gone. So the energy left with it. Okay. So well, we so did well. find a nice room to the Underground Railroad underneath there with a lot of the cool. By any chance, did you find anything else
7: with it? the wood <laughs> or anything? Uh, yeah, it, it, there was
6: actually uh stamping on it from a ship that a shipwrecked, uh, shipwrecked in the Super harbor. Wow. That's probably what
7: the activity. Right of most of the time, when you see paranormal activity, there's actually, if there is an object or a relic within the ground, that's what makes it stay there for periods of time. Well, we think that it was the uh,
6: headmaster. Oh, really?
1: Yeah, it that was more likely the headmaster. Because
6: the house was built in 1824 and it was a schoolhouse up until 1811. So, and then a lot of history lot there, of, there. Uh, yeah. well, unfortunately the original house is gone in. but the the addition that they built because i always thought the addition was just that in addition it turns out the addition to the house was the original house and the front part was the addition. so it was, it was two sections okay so the back section which was one large room with a mama's alley which was when we started tearing it down we got to find the loft and everything like that where the uh the headmaster would stay. It was yeah. actually
5: pretty cool. It's weird. I've been looking at you know, all night. I'm like, this guy's kind of familiar. Well, I never he, would have put he that actually, together. actually,
7: that night that I had the energy poisoning here from upstairs, I actually had went in the basement earlier and had the attack that day with the other spirit. Mm-hmm. And he hadn't dropped me home that night, and he could tell you that I acted completely different than what I did Yeah, she was
1: to burn on myself. Wow. So
7: whatever is actually in this environment is strong enough to interfere. Fear with what I do next. Well,
6: unfortunately, I don't think there's as much negative here as people have to be because this is such a positive. But I think there's a lot of positive because
7: of negative. and I think it also depends on well, when. At one on time, people looking
6: looking to go. To go. uh at this was somebody's fault. This was. Um, yeah, and this was a family place because yeah. they did it. There was more than one family because they all worked together as a community to, to support this and keep it going. Upstairs in the um, well, I think that's why we have so
7: much of that tend be upstairs in the the, well, the, 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 well, the, the, the dance hall. Well, the dance hall used to be a park bur- And a bur- then where the
6: bistro is used to be a sandwich shop. Oh wow. And that was a barber shop. And uh, the family lived upstairs. The yeah. family.
5: Yeah. The families okay. It is oh, multiple. Okay.
7: And I think that's why the activities kind of overlap within itself is because of the fact that it's been multiple. People who's owning this residence, and I don't think it's necessarily all demonics. I think some of them are lost souls that never really got caught. Yeah, fire. I'm
5: familiar with that too, absolutely. And that
7: that's what makes it so difficult to deal with is that you have to identify the difference. And it, unfortunately, in my profession, part of our job as being exorcists is to debunk and actually kind of eliminate the possibilities before we actually consider something probable. Yeah. And in my case, the probability came in when my arm actually showed. Yeah, that's the three. Yeah. Um, so that day when you I saw them too? No, I, them, I did not. No, no, I
6: just thought
7: it was me at the event. He saw me, night. yeah, well, he saw
1: me when I was at the... Yeah, I saw her
6: after Oh. Day. He saw me after the event, after the okay. Okay. No, My focus now is just regular crush, you know, providing that community service, you know, doing the birthday parties, the offering parties, the divorce party you know enjoying things and uh, you know providing the DD service and uh yeah it's amazing the what happens when we get these bartenders that call us, you know, they're, they're these <laughs> chronic offenders and say, oh, yeah, I called you a taxi, and then we show up. And then they just look on their face when the hearse is there instead of a taxi cab. Right. And it's a very sobering moment for them when they get actually driven home. I'll drive the hearse or I'll drive their car, depending if it's a stick or not. Other my You're
5: saving that bartender's ass, too. Great yeah. Time. Oh, yeah, we do a lot. So. Yeah, because if something happens to that person, they give them their last drink it comes down to the bartender
6: and then what's yes, interesting sure. too, it happens
5: to well, I can't say who but someone real close to me and, uh, it happens
6: it yeah. happened really recently in August, yeah, but it yeah. was interesting because these bartenders will call us back and give us feedback to say these chronic offenders don't get that blitzed anymore because it's a very sober, you yeah, got those idiots like, yeah, I'm going to get a right home in nurse, but. but we're also talking
7: about the same policemen and people in the area who don't have do a problem with doing that because it's behind so Yeah, uh, yeah.
5: what's well, let's uh, one more time tell people where to find you and if you're on Twitter, that too as well. Uh,
6: we're at Graveyard Fresh. Uh, Facebook.com slash uh, graveyardfresh Graveyard Fresh,
5: same or hashtag Graveyard Fresh. All right, very cool. And uh, what, your full name again?
6: I am Jason Howard. I am the founder and owner and operator of Graveyard Fresh LLC. Great
5: idea.
2: And
7: Jason, for or for any of the people that actually have disabilities who want to actually come to conventions and events in the area here, I actually would suggest them because of the factor that I know myself having my health issues that he's actually helped me. Testimonial the right there. Yeah, fantastic. Yeah, it's true. I mean,
2: we we like
6: to give back. That's what we. we I'm a social worker by day, my assistant is an engineer, but this is something that, you know, a lot of people have get, given to us and got us to where we are today. That's why we do this. And it's it's our way of giving back.
5: you know what, that's the whole point of this radio show that I do. I try to get the indie artists out there and get them heard and to make, have them make money on their art which doesn't happen anymore. Oh, we're not really giving back money. We sell T shirts. Well, no, that's that's just what
3: got yeah, me started. But the is just is getting people James out there that does normally this,
7: yeah. And uh, most of the guys that I deal with within the church, it, we do this because we want to give back to. Yeah, totally, absolutely. We do it because of the fact that as nonprofits, that we actually want to help other people, even yeah. though we make a profit off of, you know, dealing with like keeping up the maintain within yes. the different businesses we run, we still do it to try to help. Yeah. Up. And keep people alive.
6: Well, we, we, we do this, you know, but we don't do this for the profit. We do this for the fun. We do this to help. I mean, we sell T-shirts, but that's to help cover the cost of maintenance and yeah. to our cupboard gas. we don't charge anything, mm. and when we pick people up at the bar. We don't. We give them a T-shirt. It, it's a reminder of what happened.
7: And that's yeah. no different than me with the Holy Order that I belong to, with the Order of Saint Benedict. The Benedictines we take either of Al a celibacy or of Al and I chose the vow of poverty when I became a bishop. So every bit and sense that goes into any lecture I do goes back either to the order or to the communities that I belong to. So it actually goes out internationally on helping other people.
5: Yep, that's fantastic. All right. I ask for more. Except thanks, guys. I appreciate all you this. You want
6: to go see Rob Zombie's autograph? Oh, yeah, I do. Absolutely, mm-hmm. I do.
5: <laughs> Huge fan of
6: it's right on the dash, along with uh, Bill Mosley and. Uh,
5: One of my favorites. He's been on here many times. Yeah, we play his music actually, the Cornbugs. Yeah. Yeah, I've got it and Spider Mountain. Yeah, he's we, great.
6: We work with a lot of conventions that provide transportation
5: for a lot of the uh, celebrities. Bill Mosley's my favorite.
6: Yeah, he's, he was really cool. Dude. As a matter of fact, he's like, well, how did you get this autograph on your dash? came with the car. Well,
7: I know Oliver <laughs> had fun autographing your yeah. car and he enjoyed that because but he actually bragged about her on his page.
1: <laughs> this <laughs> and guy, uh, Salon,
5: Salon Garris here is in a movie with him uh, voice-wise, The Devil yeah. Dogs. Have you heard about that? Yeah. About plastic soldiers yeah. um, and they do the voices. With Sid Hay? Kane Hodder. What's funny about Moseley real quick though, Malsy
6: Malsy says, good. how did you get this autograph? He said he came with the car. He goes, well, "You mean he really came with the car. I said, this used to be his car. And he's like, no shit. He goes, oh, I've been in this car before. You don't want to know what I did in the back.
5: Oh man. And on that note. <laughs> <laughs> Thanks guys. I really appreciate it. Thank you. Thank you. Yeah, it's not hell my you're on right now yeah back here again uh we're this is day two the madness begins um yeah what are we thinking what six to eight
4: hundred people here uh they they had 800 last year they project the same 800 this year uh i talked to uh a couple people they said it's uh this current point in the event is a little lighter than it was but the theater is sold out yeah it's already sold out there's 800 seats in the theater that means there's gonna be 800 people here and this is where Um, you should introduce yourself okay my (laughs) my name is jason randall i'm a part of Syracuse nerd we are a media site and promotion site for upstate uh upstate new york What we do is we take all the um, the Comic-Cons and the gaming events and all that for upstate, whether it's Syracuse or Albany. We operate in Syracuse, but we do it for Buffalo, Albany, the whole upstate. No towns too big, no towns too small. No events too big, no events too small. And we try to highlight the artists and the vendors as well. Um, You know, we're in one of the worst economies ever, and a lot of people have been out of work until they decide they're going to take their passion, take their hobby, and try to do something with it. And uh, I was with a group probably about two years ago of writers and artists uh, that were trying to crank out graphic novels and um, comics and stuff like that. And we'd go to these cons, and I'd say, you know, how come we can't find these places? You know, there was no promotion, there was no nothing, so we started promoting the cons and then we wanted to get the other vendors together you know no no cons could find the vendors no vendors could find the cons oh, man. same thing with the artists and so we created syracuse nerd and uh it, it's basically you know to promote local vendors artists and conventions yeah you know i mean and it's it, it's all sorts of fandom it's sci-fi it's horror you know we, we'd go to these cons and we'd say okay well here's a bunch of comic books but where are the anime kids we're we're sci-fi we're horror. why can't we all get together and so uh so, so yeah, that's that's what we try to uh, try to do. Very
5: admirable. Uh, actually, the the first of its kind that I know of, um, without it being, you know, what we do podcasting or just the cosplayers, and right. yeah, you're bringing it together, which is really cool. Um, and It looks like you did a good job here today. I'm, I look around and I see all types of people. Here. Well, he's really
4: cool. Well, yeah, this this is something though that they had. Uh, Jeff Myers, uh, he does this event in the palace. Does this, this is kind of their yeah. niche event. Yeah, yeah I, mean, I mean, this is something that they are known for, this Rocky Horror Picture Show. No one else does a Rocky Horror Picture Show from what I know of uh, around here. And if they do, they don't have the numbers or the promotion. I mean, this is their thing. They pack it every year. Last year, I heard it was nuts. This year is going to be nuts. People are having a great time. And this theater is really kind of a, 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 a light in this neighborhood. I mean, they've done a lot of great oh, stuff with awesome, this neighborhood yeah. in Eastwood. But this, you know... Through the years things weren't always the greatest and and now i mean you look down the main street strip there is you know a ton of new buildings i mean they got businesses all in it you you know it's it's doing great there's a great uh, you know um you know (laughs) you can see patrols from the police and stuff you know i mean it's just a great area now and the palace is it's just a beacon in this area and they're always putting on super cool stuff yeah and dudes i gotta tell you there's a lot of good single good
5: looking girls out here and not many dudes i mean beautiful girls yeah. there are a ton of
4: super good looking girls guys
5: you're missing out get away from the video games
4: now here's the deal what you got to remember is that this is the Rocky Horror picture show so half of these girls are in fishnets you know what i'm saying yeah. or, or little shorts or whatever now if that's what you're into then you know this is the place you want to be tonight and yeah, I mean seriously. anybody tell you you look like Kurt Cobain? Are you yeah, Kurt Cobain of Syracuse. I got no. I, I well, I, I wish I had his talent, but yeah, they told me <laughs> when, when I when I was younger they told me that. Now they tell me uh, everything from uh, Steve Buscemi's better-looking brother oh my God. to um, that's a weird to one, Kurt Cobain if he had uh, to, to how Kurt Cobain would look now. Okay, I mean ten years dead. Yeah, yeah, right. Uh, well,
5: you're older than you look. Probably. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So uh, and your partner's name that you're sitting with uh, is
4: James McCampbell. Yeah. Super talented artist, his work is actually at the Iverson in um, uh, Syracuse right now and it's taking a tour across the country and then to uh, other countries. Uh, while he sits here, his, his uh, work is t- being going all over the place. He's a super talented guy. I'm lucky to have him. He's helped with the graphics. He, he helps with everything. He has the convention, amazing artist, yeah. I prefer his black and white stuff.
5: There's something to that. There's more depth or something. I don't know. It, I love well, black and white. It art. almost
4: seems like it's almost more detailed with James yeah. than his, yeah. his black and white. Yeah. We have a we. Here's our. We have one joke we do. And uh, now James is a uh, uh, African American man, and I'm a white man. And uh, uh, he will have black and white prints, and he will have color prints. And he always does the same pitch. Black and whites are five, and colors are ten. I go, James, that's racist. That's our one sn- That's our <laughs> one thing we do. And then he and he know, and even though we've done it at least twenty times, it never fails to get a laugh. And he never, he's, I couldn't ask for a better straight man. He is just a great straight man, man. And, he's hysterical. That yeah. I met him too. He's great. He is. I great think guy. I met you guys
5: first before everybody else. Yeah,
4: was. we were here. We were holding it down yesterday with a, with a, yeah, I yeah. think a handful of people here,
5: and it still was a good night. It was a great time. Was we had great.
4: A blast. And you know when you have those events like yeah. that people, you know, we do, we promote vendors, we promote guys like you, we promote artists and stuff, and it gives us a chance to talk to you and find out what yeah. you're about and stuff like that, you know?
5: Yeah, i got to have you more on more often. Catalyst Radio was founded on frustration of normal, um, uh, what, would, what are they called now, uh, the terrestrial radio, yes. not promoting anything local, yes. uh, and uh, new music, yeah, we, we provide new music on every episode. Now, where are you guys out of? I'm at well, Pittsburgh, okay. um, yeah, Pittsburgh right now, I'm actually from Long Island, but we do it in Pittsburgh, and Society Third is the network. We have a horror right. network that tells short stories and horror. It's called the Wicked Library. We have a prog watch show, It's is all prog rock. And we play punk, we play industrial, we play. Now, metal. Do they have any
4: nerd updates?
5: Um, actually, um, we could use you if you want to do a five-minute segment. We would love to. Well, you're on. We
4: would love to. And also, we, you know, people are these these conventions that we go to. We do uh, we do uh, recap, we do pictures, we do all this, and they give us a table to do that. But honestly. Um, they're getting because we're Syracuse nerd, and you know the pod- podcasts are the big technology now, and uh, it's kind of an in thing. They're trying to get us on to do podcasts, and so I, I'd like to talk to you sometime about you know do get, it then. get getting it together. You're know as, as well as trying to get on this network. I mean, we just want to get the word out, and even you know we do mainstream stuff too. We we try to concentrate on the upstate and local stuff, but of course we want to bring the you know the best of the mainstream stuff. If yes. you follow sites like uh, Conner Book Resources or the Nerdist or Movie Pilot now they post all day long we take the best out of those our page Here's the deal. If we just do um, updates all the time, mm-hmm. pe- we're going to lose interest on people. If we just do mainstream stuff, we're going to lose interest. If we just do funny stuff, we're going to – so we developed a formula with a couple local stuff, uh, a couple pieces of uh, mainstream stuff, and a couple funny things. We want to make it fun. We want you to watch. And, you know, as you're at home and maybe you're watching TV, and what I do is I'll watch TV and you know, I'll have my laptop on there and I'll kind of go back and forth and all of a sudden something cool will pop up and, you know, we want to bring that to you. you know? So we try you're to right sort on it. You're on it immediately. We try cool. to sort – through all the, all oh, the, I could use you on this. Absolutely, man. If I mean, you want to do a five-minute five, five minute segment every two weeks, I'll put it on. I would love to. We would love to. Get, grab me and James, man. I, could, I mean, He's my straight man. i, I got to have <laughs> that guy, too. And we will crank out some stuff, man. I'm into it, dude. Oh. All right, so what kind of music do you like? You know, I I, I know this is what everybody says, but I like, I like everything. Man. But yeah, no, I'll tell you what. I don't like everything. I don't like super hardcore rap. I don't like super hardcore rock. I wrote it for a band uh, two or three years ago, and um, my friend, my, one of my best friends uh, was in a band called Jonestown. And oh, nice. uh, I went to support him. I didn't know nothing about death metal or anything else like that. And I started as a roadie, and I started doing their t-shirts and stuff. That's why when I did Syracuse New I said, okay, well, I'm going to sell some t-shirts because I had already had a background in that with the band stuff and I see these band guys, and they're getting killed on their t-shirts. I mean, they're spending $10, $15 a t-shirt to sell them for 25, and I'm like, you know, you guys are, you know, number one, you guys are being taken advantage of, number two, you're not shopping around, so it's almost your fault.
5: Absolutely, I I can think of two that are better than that.
4: Yes, And, and so I started shopping around, and here's the deal, I don't. I'm all for the barter system, baby. You yeah. My yeah. whole thing is, I built a promotion promotion site. I got no, you know, I have no t-shirt guy. So I go to the t-shirt guy. I go, hey, you'll be my only t-shirt guy. I'll, I'll stand behind you. I promote you. Yeah, just don't, you know, don't nail me too bad. You know what I'm saying? Let me let me make a couple bucks. And here's the deal: we're not trying to make a profit off these shirts or these little buttons we do. We just want to get home with yeah. gas in our car. And and, and 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 you know, nobody wants to, you know, my vision and someone else's vision. You know, it, it's hard to relate that to a volunteer. Okay. To someone, hey, come in and help me, buddy, you know. And everyone's like, oh, we'll help you anytime at the convention. Well, guess what? When the convention comes, you can't find them. Yeah, so you've got to pay these people. Yeah, you're right. And they expect to work. And, you know, it's like what my grandpa said. You know, you work for you should get paid. So I want to pay these guys. And the merchandise is what pays these guys. You know what I mean? And the advertisers are what we try to, like you know, pay for the site with and stuff like that once we get the website up and going. Right now, we're doing it off the Facebook. We do have a website. We have two uh, URL uh, domain names, um, but we started the store on one, and there's a little complication, so we took it down to, you know, instead of having someone muck around on it while we're fixing it, we just took it down, and honestly, we do all the um, events on Facebook. We have we have all the Comic Cons for Upstate New York pinned to the top of our Facebook right now. So well, this is where you definitely need to plug. Uh,
5: you're on Twitter, right? We are on Twitter. Twitter yes. definitely works for for me getting the musicians and getting the bands out there. They find me or I find them, and it's been fantastic. I found some incredibly
4: incredible bands and you can't believe are out there. A- absolutely. Here, here's my thing with uh, Twitter, and it's not a Twitter thing. It's a CNY thing, maybe Syracuse thing. I, my theory is, and no one's proved me wrong yet, that CNY and Syracuse is about five to ten years backed up on technology, specifically uh, specific, specifically social network. And if you look at Facebook, Facebook is king around here, and we kind of concentrate on that because a lot of these people don't want nothing to do with the Twitter. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. And we get a lot of, I, I got a lot of grandparents that want to know about Superman, Captain America, everything else. We are a site. You know, I, when, when we started it, we didn't want to do a hardcore nerd site. It is obviously nerd friendly. We want all the, all the nerds to know they have a place there, but we right. also want that guy to who wants to know more about the stuff. This is his door. You know what I'm saying? I Ooh. want that. From, when I was a kid, I'd be on the floor and I'd have my toys, and my grandfather was like, "Who's that guy? Who's that guy? Who's that?"
5: Guy? Um, I'm starting to really relate to you, and okay. you're scaring me a little bit. <laughs> yeah, same thing, yeah. I Storyboarded with action figures. Well, this is show, why we so, do yeah, this. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. Absolutely. When you talk about your grandfather, he was yeah. like, one of my biggest. stuff. Uh, I mean, yeah, oh, so self man, me. oh, and, and yeah. talking. You how to do it and get paid for your work, you know, but you know
4: what? Work hard. And these all and these older guys, you know, they want uh, the, their grandchildren are everything to them. And what are the hottest things that the kids are into? The superheroes, Spider Man, the biggest movies, all this stuff. And you know why not? You know, to, it sounds silly, but to that guy that wants to relate to his grandson to know who these characters are, you know what I'm saying, To so have a conversation with the kids, it means the world to them. You know, you know, in that little living room, when they're in their lazy boy, and that kids are from the TV playing with his toys that's that man's whole world. You know what I'm yeah. saying? And, and um, you know, I've said it before, maybe a hardcore site will come along and they'll be cussing on the site and they'll be girls half naked and they'll be real hardcore. That's not what we do. We're a family friendly site. We're an all-ages site. I want kids to be able to come on there. I think one time uh we had something that was so juicy. It was Batman doing a hardcore uh, song oh, and it was so and it was F bomb everything and I put a warning on there but it was so juicy I had to post it. Right. But since then I never done it again. And and, and we see a lot of juicy stuff that I know I can get a lot of likes with, but it's it's you know it's it's stuff that I want parents to know that their kids can come to the site. You know what I mean? Bingo! you uh, said
5: everything I wanted to hear, man. I now plug your stuff real quick here. Okay. Tell us where
4: to find you. We are at Syracuse Nerd on Facebook. We are on Syracuse Nerd on Twitter. Uh, the site is Syracuse uh, dot com. It will probably take you right to the Facebook, but it is Syracuse.com, so you know it for when it's up. Uh, our next uh, event will be at so or at um, Retro Game Con November 14th. And, um, and uh, sorry, we just took a picture. Yeah, hey, take another one. Yeah. He wasn't ready for so, that. Solon just got a picture of me. All
5: right, a live shot. Make it look real, I guess. Okay,
4: we're
1: taking a picture.
4: cheese, <laughs> how's cheese? Solon told me to say blow me, but I just said cheese. Yeah. <laughs> well, it depends on what you're blowing. There's cheese, there's cheese I'm assuming that you've interviewed Solon before, and I gotta tell oh you, God. one of many, the coolest many guys. Times. This I tell you, this was a highlight. He man.
5: destroyed my studio at I, home. I seen the
4: I seen the pictures on um you guys were on the local news on Bridge Street the, the other day, and I see this guy, and I'm like, who's who's this guy? You know what I mean? We get out here, one of the coolest human beings, man. Both of you guys. Super cool. But anyways, so he's we'll be also known as creepy. creepy. We've both been called creepy. Oh, yeah. Listen, uh, I've heard it. T- it was called High School. I've heard it too. <laughs> um, here's the deal. We'll be at uh, Retro Game Con, and uh, oh, All right, wait, wait, he's ducking. Sorry, you're in.
5: You're, he tried to get a picture
4: of you. Oh, <laughs> you're ducking. Oh, here we go. Devil horns. Oh no.
1: Devil
4: yeah, horns. he's not looking. Probably. He won't look. <laughs> no, I try to stay out of the pictures. No, you're in. But it, uh, you uh, uh, whatever. But uh, anyways. Uh, how are you? Thank you, sir. Um, but yeah, we'll be at Retro Game Con November 14th. Okay. So uh, thank you guys. Absolutely. This man. was awesome. Absolutely. Man. Awesome meeting. All right, very cool, dude. you.
3: explain
5: the situation Wadi is blasting in the background it's getting crazy in the house there baby I've never seen a movie theater light up like a, a dance floor like a studio 54 situation dude I got pictures of them the dance party out there is incredible
3: yeah we're out in the lobby you can hear how loud it is but it is packed there's 6 to 800 people there I hear 800 yeah it's gonna be 800 in a little while there It looks like about 6 right now it's crazy yay yeah. and th- I'm telling you man most of these people are
4: scantily clad. The female I mean, ones are. Yeah, actually, some of the male no, ones, ones are, the the junkie, yeah.
5: like, look, at, look at the Rocky guy over there. There's quite a few guys dressed like that, yes. Oh, I, I Holy crap. You. But, uh, so, oh, what was the radio show we were on tonight? We, we got another broadcast. Yes, uh, hold
3: on, I got the card. Uh, uh so do Matt I. Modern
1: Matt's Modern World. Matt's Modern World.
5: Matt's Modern World. Okay. Yeah, See? That's our resident exorcist in the background. Elena, you heard, heard from exercising her. Exercising our demons. Yes. And that's kind
7: of what they mean. We're
3: And she's making fun of us at the same time. But yes,
5: go for it, man. do yeah. you got?
3: Well, they asked me to be uh, a judge in the uh, the costume contest coming up. So I'm gonna, I don't think that's a good idea. I know I'll be, I'll be drooling too much. Come on, man, when is a broad and panties a costume? Well, in this situation, anytime for me, Wait, let's ask our resident exorcist. When is a broad and panties a costume?
5: Bra and panties a costume? No, it's not really. Because uh, even in anime, when you're characters like Candy and to come down. I mean, hell, what you get know, with underwear is it pulling it down for the character
3: transforming. So I don't see them as being an actual costume at all.
7: It's basically wearing these colors.
5: But you approve of
1: them. Yeah, <laughs>
7: sort of. <laughs> <laughs> because, like, if it's scary. Because sometimes it's not properly covered right anyway, then it doesn't really look appropriate to public, especially for events like this where a family event, We have families and
1: kids and adults who are actually all you know, So, you know, Comic-Con has a dress code to where they have to have to put white gloves on. Dude, she
5: place. got your underwear over there. her <laughs> 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 How do you feel about that guy in his underwear? Moving, I put her on the spot. (laughs) Well said, well said. In closing,
3: someone actually bought a sexy picture
5: of me. (laughs) That's how you close the night. That was
3: unbelievable. (laughs) Dude, I have to tell you something. We, I think we had a blast this whole weekend. Yeah, Jeff well, Meyer. Speaking of, speaking of unbelievable stuff, too, the fact that none of the kids
7: knew how to That's dance to Michael Jackson's thriller really scared the shit out. Of yeah, right? That was kind of scary. Yeah. Yes.
4: Yeah, it's still big.
5: Yeah, man. That, that was wild. You saw that. What? They were dancing to thriller. No, no way. I
7: yes. was outside. None of them knew how to move. None of them knew how
1: You know what
3: they say white man can't jump. They can't dance a thriller either. Apparently not. Unless you're a zombie.
5: All right, this may not be the end, but for now, for so now it's the end. The end of
3: end... what was it? They, they had the uh. What's the name of this? festival. The Last Man on Earth. They had the Last Man on <laughs> yeah. Earth, but it
5: wasn't called Last it was Man. was called Earth. the, the Damn Walk. The Damn Walk at midnight. Or the Walk, yeah. The Damn Walk at midnight. Yeah, it was. Spencer a surprise. I I am a Legend by Richard Matheson. Right. The movie I guess it's in, in last, Spain. Yup. Last Man on Earth, it was but called
3: the Damn Midnight Walk. I didn't mind that title either. It was a good title. But well, we did have a good time with the Chevy Ford station wagon incident. Yeah. Four segments, four different
5: cars. Yup, and killer clowns from outer space.
1: Outstanding. Oh, yeah, I, okay. I like What's it. your thoughts
5: on killer clowns?
1: Oh, I love the killer clowns.
7: You probably missed I love hot
5: candy things. Yes, one of my favorite seats. All right, signing off for now. Kettle whistle radio. You may hear from us again. I'm gonna show you. Come
4: on, Joseph. <laughs> <laughs>
3: Roudness, loudness. one, two, three, and lock the, the year roll,
5: please, night
1: You are the heroes tonight. tonight.
5: <laughs> Jesus <laughs> Christ, I didn't think anyone else knew
1: that. I'm not afraid of the dark, but you should be.
3: There are things that's well here in the dark.
4: Things best left unseen.
3: With the initial smoke cleared from the fall of tomorrow, the blood now flows even thicker with dwelling in the dark. Eleven stories. All bits of the same mysterious puzzle,
1: fitting together
3: with horrific parallels to its predecessor. Get ready for new, truly terrifying tales set in the broken world. Still here? Okay. Let's play a game.
5: Right. This is the end of the night. Are we driving back? We are driving back in the rain, <laughs> and we'll be back home at three fifty. Okay. And it was a, a. uh Jeff Myers throws a damn good party. Yeah. Good stuff, man. But. On the count now, one, two, three, three four, you two, come to see
3: the show, and I'm gonna rock and roll you, come get on, you'll see the sound, kicks you in the face. alright, let's all get crazy tonight, let me hear you shout ice cream, ice cream, ice cream, you scream, we all scream, bro. ice cream, rock and roll crazy night,
1: you are the heroes tonight, rock and roll crazy night, you are the heroes! MGA! 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 M-G-A. 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 Wow. <laughs> 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 awesome. okay. Now you go.
5: Become a leader worth following. Subscribe today. Electric
1: acid. Electric acid. Electric acid.
7: Welcome to Tuning into Sound Wellbeing, where we harmonise your mind, body and soul. I'm Amanda, your sound therapy expert.
2: And I'm Stephen, the curious explorer uncovering the mysteries of sound.